Shaw, you are tuned to X-Ray FM at 91.1 and 
One FM. You're listening to Night School with Bobby D. Uh, we got a very special guest on this evening, Ultra Van Chrome, aka Stevie Ray Mays, will be joining me later on in the hour to talk about his new record and sh- upcoming show. In the meantime, we're just going to jam it the way we know how with the finest in modern soul, boogie funk, outsider cuts, and more. Uh, shout out to Montel Spinoza for a fine hour of programming. You can catch him tomorrow night at the liquor store. Keeping the funk alive, y'all. This is Eugene Blacknell with Space Funk. Get up and dance, get up and dance, get up and dance, get up and dance. 
there on your chest. If you be too cool, you turn into a square. Dancing's the best thing that you can do for two. So come on, baby, I want to dance with you. Don't fight this feeling. All right, y'all, you're listening to Night School on X-Ray FM. I'm your host, Bobby D. Coming up 
Live in just a moment, we're going to have the one and only Stevie Ray Mays, funk legend bassist here in PDX, uh, Ultra Van Chrome on the one. Right here, you're listening to Shock from back in the day. This is Let's Get Cracking. Something about the 
Support for X-Ray FM comes from Random Order Coffee House and Bakery, serving homemade pie, cocktails, coffee, and cafe food. Random Order Pie Bar is located on the corner of Northeast 18th and Alberta or can be found on the web at randomordercoffee.com. Established in 2004, Random Order's mission continues. Pie to the people.
right, y'all. We are live in studio. Uh, you're listening to Night School with Bobby D. Um, I got a PDX funk legend, legendary bassist Stevie Ray Mays here in studio. Um, known for his work with uh, They Were Memory, Calvin Walker, among others. Uh, we're here to talk about uh, Ultra Van Chrome. You got a new record in here. Uh, Stevie Ray Mays, thanks. Welcome to the show. Hey, thank you for having me, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's well, it's, I'm. I'm glad we can make it happen. I'm, I'm stoked to um, be listening to your new record, Cyber Funkist. It's yeah. been out for a couple months now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I'm just kind of curious, you know, what goes into making a record like that? You've played with so many other uh, groups over the years, and now you're kind of breaking out. This this new record features a lot of songwriting on your own. I'm, I'm kind of curious about the process, if you're working with other players here in town, and so on and so forth. Uh, you know, that's a good thing that you, you asked me that. I want to be able to break this down quickly. Uh, you know, a lot of uh, the time for me happens around 3 o'clock in the morning. And I get these thoughts. And uh, I get up and I go write them. A lot of times I have no idea what it's all about until the next morning. <laughs> and uh, um, there are various players that are on there. Mainly this album, I did it myself uh, with the help of... Uh, Andy Stokes. He oh, play, okay. He played a big part in this. So Andy Stokes, uh, legendary vocalist of Cooler, mm-hmm. uh, PDX staple, mm-hmm. also known for his work recently singing the national anthem at the Blazers playoffs games. Ain't, ain't he something? Yeah. He, I'm telling you. Uh, but anyway, he uh, got the request to come to my aid by my cousin, the great uh, Marlon L. McLean. Of pleasure. Yeah, oh, yes. Oh, yes. My first Mar- cousin. Marlon, uh, the wizard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, the no, the magician. The magician. Yeah. Okay, I knew I was close. I'm the wizard. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm the wizard. Well, there's a lot of um, very cosmic themes on Cyberfunkist, and mm-hmm. maybe you'd want to speak to that a little bit. Well, yeah, I wanted to say that uh, the the majority of the cuts on there are about uh, the good times and the paradigm shift one goes through when he's in search of it, you know, in search of the party, and this is about. Uh, uh, during the time I grew up here in Portland, so we would be discovering funk, and uh, you know, you go to a club and it'd just be too hot and steamy, and there'd always be one guy going, "Man, let's go! It's too hot in here," <laughs> and then we'd be going, "Well, go head on, brother, because now I'm hanging because it's kicking in here," and uh, that that realization uh, just made me want to embrace funk even that much more. Just the energy mm. right there. And well, and you hear it in these tracks. I mean, this is full force funk. This is, you know, tower power, full on. You know, I just played this uh, Not Just Knee Deep uh, Funkadelic track mm-hmm. right beforehand. I was thinking of you. Um, same with Shock. You know, we heard Kraken before. I mean, these are really in-your-face type funk tracks. We're not talking steppers here. Mm-hmm. And that and that's the kind of jams I'm, I'm, I'm hearing on uh, Cyber Funkus. Would you say you're... Um, you know, your influences, you're pulling from a lot of 70s and 80s funks. You you say you grew up here in, in town. Maybe you could give us um, a little picture of what it was like here. Well, I'm 57 uh, as of September 30th. And uh, so one thing I've been doing, I've been influenced by Euro Thomas uh, from Euro, Euro Thomas and the Pain. Oh, yeah. A new group. And uh, I want to tell you that. Uh, I was in full regalia the other day on Facebook, and none other than William Bootsy Collins got posted on my page. Oh man! I had my I had my little funkster outfit on, you know. What an Ultra, honor! The Ultra Van Chrome thing, and he's like, "Oh, getting ready to rock and bubble." <laughs> yeah, do you know who this is? I was like, "Wow!" Oh. But uh, 
anyway, to answer your question, uh, there are so many elements. I think one of the, the greatest things that we all have in common, the music scene here in Portland, if you've been here since the 70s, when there wasn't a bunch of buildings around, you could hear Pleasure or Slickophonics or whomever playing at these local parks, whether it was Irvington or Peninsula, Columbia, even Pier Park. Wow. And uh, your mother would look out there and give you that, where do you think you're going? <laughs> you'd be walking down the street like Night of the Living Dead. Music. Yeah. Let's get to the funk. What an incredible time to be alive. Oh, man, let me tell you, it still is. Of course, but... I, you know, I have this sort of iconic image of, of I, I live in, in the uh, Williams neighborhood. Oh, you did. And just uh, kind of getting a feel for, for what that's would have been like. You know, I've seen archival images. I've, I've heard stories from a lot of folks such as yourself. Um, and it just seems like, you know, Portland is not necessarily something that's exemplified in the national scene as much. There's not as many artists from that period that were exported. Um, but, you know, a group like Pleasure certainly broke the mold. But for every Pleasure, there's probably a good 10, 20 other groups that were doing their thing here in town. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so so back in that time, you know, you're playing funk, you're playing. I mean, if you're with Thera Memory, you're playing uh, jazz. Thera Memory, of course, the legendary trumpeter, composer. Um, yeah. Any other groups that you'd like to speak to that you were playing back in that time? What? So it was Calvin, Calvin and the Conquerors? No, Calvin, or, Calvin Walker and the Answers. And I the answer, it, and, and I, the answer, yeah. I made that name up. It was, ah, okay. I said, Calvin, we got we to gotta get out of here and and really spotlight you. And uh, Calvin was like, okay, I'm done with that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to Calvin Walker, he taught me how to dress. Oh, interesting. He taught me how to dress, and I just thought he was the most incredible. Uh, you know, Calvin, Calvin. He's got also, style. He had swag. He would take your girl and they sit there and look at you in the face and go, Man, you know how it is. Don't don't get mad. It's just she wanted me, so there you go. It never happened to me because I usually only date uh, was going with only blind hunchback girls. <laughs> <laughs> you dance with them, you think they got a backpack on, and then you didn't find out till the blouse came out. Oh, right. That was one hundred percent beef. Well, you you found yourself in some some funky clubs. It sounds like. Um, oh yeah. Man. So so when you're hearing the funk call and you're and you're honing in on on these cosmic themes in your in your records, um, uh, do you find yourself kind of looking to influences like Bootsy Collins? I mean, I, I, I see the cover of your of the new Ultravan Chrome uh, Cyberfunkist record mm-hmm. just recently out. Mm-hmm. You can find it on CD Baby. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, this is, you know, some, some next level kind of space funk, if you will. I mean, th- there's something uh, to that. And so I'm just curious, you know, uh, how this the style that um, is incorporated into your to your music? How much does that play a part? And do you feel bringing it to to Portland is, is something you're um, you've you've been doing for a while? Is this your been your garb since the '80s? First off, that is the most intelligent question anybody <laughs> ever asked me. I or wish, confusing, but I, no, I wish I had half a scone. I give it to you right now. <laughs> <laughs> that was incredible. Um, I have been influenced by uh, pleasure, not just some of them, all of them. So what you hear is actually uh, the guy that signed me on uh, to the to the record label, David Lichen. He thought that the guitar player was Marlon, and Marlon like, no, that's my cousin. Well, who's playing horns? It's got to be Dan Brewster. No, that's my cousin. He's programmed. Well, who's playing keyboard? It sounds like Leslie White. 
Uh, that's my cousin. Well, why don't we sign him? Well, okay. And so I had Sandra D. McDaniel and some really choice people that were going to be singing these songs. And he said, well, we'll sign you, but you got to sing. I said, really? He wow. Said, yeah. He said, so we- this is cyberfunkist we're talking about. Correct. Oh, wow. So so you're you're on all the instruments yes. for the most part. Yes. It's, it's basically a, a one-man show, but it sounds so full. That That's the, the trick, you know? That is. Owning your own studio is a blessing. I'm sure. Well, now, now I do have to give a shout-out to Rick McMillan from... Um, Super Digital, uh, Sound Cloud City Sound. He is was phenomenal, and uh, in the making of this, I mean, me and him, we just slugged it out. We were just, no, I don't like that. Well, I like this one. Do that solo over. Are you kidding? You know? Yeah. And uh, it, it it is the sounds, the TSOP, <laughs> the sounds of Portland. Yeah. I can hear it. I can hear it. And, and you know, I want to take a moment and listen to some tracks off the record. Um, this next one is the one that I, I'm, it's a favorite of mine. This track is called She's Chrome to the Bone. Uh, we're live in studio uh, with Ultra Van Chrome, a.k.a. Stevie Ray Mays on Night School. Here it is, Chrome to the Bone.
Alright y'all, you're listening to Ultra Van Chrome on Night School with Bobby D. This is Booga Wolf. Catch the man here in town at the Roseland Theater tomorrow night, 9 p.m. We're going to play one more track off the new record, Cyber Funkus. This is Pleased to Meet You.
The magician's in the house. Everybody on the dance floor. And let's t- t- turn this mother out. Tell me what's my name, y'all. Okay, get, get, get involved. All right, y'all, we're live in the studio with Stevie Ray Mays. We've been tuning into some Ultravan Chrome tracks featuring Marlon McLean, of course, of Pleasure and many other pursuits. That last track was called Pleased to Meet You. It's the lead-off track off the new record, Cyberfunkist. Um, man, it's, it's such a pleasure to have Stevie Ray here in studio. Um, of course, he's a veteran bassist here in town. Um, I want to know. So I, you know, I know you play a six-string bass, mm-hmm. and, and that's, a, that's a fierce beast to, to handle. Um, when did you, you get started? Is bass your your uh, primary interest uh, instrument all along? Yes, um, I started off as a guitar player, and um, I had uh, various mentors uh, in town. Some of the real great bass players, like uh, Randy Monroe, who started me playing. Period, and then Randy Smith, who just turned me out. Oh my god, he turned me out. <laughs> and then, <laughs> then of course it was Nate, the unapproachable Phillips. He just as a kid, and I was kind of corny, so he was a real serious man, so you can approach him. Nate Phillips, a pleasure. Of oh, yeah, yeah. He still is vicious. And, and, and cooler. Oh, yeah, yeah. And and uh, uh, Petey's uh, Barbecued Muskrat Emporium. <laughs> I'm not aware of that pursuit. <laughs> and that's because it didn't exist. But if he could have played bass on that, you know, uh, you know there was another bass. It's the cosmic record. Oh, yeah, oh it <laughs> is. You know, and also, I'd like to give a shout-out to Ben the Quail Jones. Oh, okay. Ben is so musty. It's just, he just, you know, even when he put on some deodorant, he's still in up funky. <laughs> I'm telling you now. So for those of you um, unexperienced in the, the world, or inexperienced, I should say, uh, in the world of funk, uh, musties, that's that's a top shelf description right there. Mm, I'm talking about chicken noodle soup and beef stew combo <laughs> together, just roasting. So welcome to the vernacular of funk music here in Portland. Stevie Ray May is laying it down. Um, it's it, again, you know, it's a, such a pleasure. We just uh, busted out a, a couple Portland records and we're kind of talking shop here. Um, you know, I, I, I pulled out this classic record that I love to come back to. It really feels like it encompassed this the scene. Uh, the Pride of Portland record uh, made <laughs> made by Z100, 1985, right on the cover. Uh, I wish you all could see it. It's It's got basically a, a, a visual shot. It's a who's who of, of Portland musicians at the time. There's probably about 50 uh, folks pictured. Um, there's a lot of great tracks. Um, this is a time when... Uh, you know, Z100 was a very fresh radio station. Mm-hmm. They even began to play local music. Um, you know, I'm wondering if, you know, what was radio like back in, say, the late 70s, early 80s? Um, where, you know, you have a lot of these influences we're talking about, Stevie Ray, um, whether it's the P-Funk, all the the musty funk mm-hmm. that we're hearing. Mm-hmm. Pungent, um, just pungent. Are you hearing this stuff uh, on air? Or are you mostly hearing it um, in the neighborhoods, um, amongst friends? Um, um, I went to Jefferson High School right around the corner. Oh, wow. And so it was always, uh, the high schools really had it going on. There's there's another brother, his name is John Lynn. And uh, he had a, they had a group called Lynn. And uh, uh, him and sister Margaret and Mary, these guys are the closest to being honorary black people in the world. They is just, their skin is transparent, but... Uh, 
And so we'd all, John started the craze for everybody wanted to be recording at, at their own home. And throughout the course of this, Funk was coming on because who was busting it out? The little short dude, Prince. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. So, he, to, even to this day, Pretty Man. Of course, yeah. Did You you heard about the show that happened a year ago. Prince was in town, played a... Um, I believe it was at the Roseland. It was a it was a pretty high priced show. I didn't get to make it, but it uh, it goes on to say that the man's still very active. Oh man, let me tell you, and uh, he was everybody and still is everybody's hero. And uh, luckily for me, on uh, after that funk went down, I started wanting to emulate everything he did, and then I started to want to emulate before Prince came along, Stevie. Stevie Wonder was. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so when you finally meet Prince, you get the chance to see Stevie. You can see Jimi Hendrix, which is my all-time. Wouldn't for him, it wouldn't be no me. And uh, Jimi Hendrix, Sly Stone, you got to see all these people all wrapped up into one person and could play his own instruments. So the funk was, I used to have uh, my mind, I was like, oh, there's Son, there's Rick James, blah, 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 you know? Yeah, yeah. But, so, but Prince was the one. Yeah, so it made me backtrack. Yeah, and and you know I'm I'm curious. I mean, this is in a pre-internet time. You know, I I'm always curious how people uh, got turned on to music, especially in Portland, Oregon. You know, not so much of an urban center um, in the same way that say a place like Minneapolis or New York City, Chicago might have been at that time. So, um, are are you hearing Prince on the radio? Are you seeing him on TV? Uh, word of mouth. Um, the black community was, was really teeny weeny back then. I think we had our ghetto was like about two and a half, three blocks. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> you see some black people and then you don't. And so. Uh, In Portland, Oregon. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, as a result of that, that small community, there used to be these house parties. And uh, you'd always wait for pleasure to come out. And they'd always be doing the ah. latest jams. So you start looking for this stuff. Uh, so you're hearing records getting played at house parties. Oh, yeah. Or playing dominoes. They had a thing called 40 ounces then with Old English 800. Uh-huh. And people used to get together and play bones and just hit them cuts. Yeah. Well, yeah. That, it's wonderful. I mean, just as I'm going through, you know, I, as someone who's very interested in this music, and it's, it's something that I hone in on the show, Boogie Funk, Modern Soul, all that stuff. Um you know, coming to find that there's so much of it in Portland, there's, that there's such a deep cultural history regarding uh, funk music. It's just so wonderful, not only to, to be coming up on, you know, literally like stacks of records that were produced from this time that, you know, if you're digging hard enough, you can find. Mm-hmm. Um, but also to know that it's still alive. And uh, tomorrow night, folks, you can check out Ultra Van Chrome uh, at the Roseland Theater, 9 p.m., um, Actually, 8. Oh, 8 p.m. Yes, okay. Uh, good to get that right. Yeah. You, you're playing with uh, Randy Starr and the Players, mm-hmm. one of my favorite live acts. Yeah, he started me, man. Oh, my God. Yeah. And oh, the, we could do a whole segment on that group right there. Naked Bones oh, is also playing. Oh, um, the Mighty Demon. <sighs> two groups that I've never seen in a club, only uh, outside at, um, you know, in, in city parks. Oh, yeah. You know, I want to say that Demon is the equivalent of a stripped down Snickers. <laughs> Just whole chunks of peanuts, caramel. This is of, of naked bones. Yes, yeah, it yeah. is. It's kind of like, you know, just the gristle of the meat. And then you got uh, 
uh, Randy Starr and the the players. My sister, my little sister Kimberly Givens, she's the lead vocalist in that group. Oh no, kidding! Wow, you got cousins and sisters all all over the place. Man, most of them owe me money. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we'll let it be known here on air. Mm-hmm. Well, folks, um, I'm going to take us on uh, back in the wayback machine uh, oh, no, a, no. a tiny bit. No. Um, this is one of my favorite jams and kind of got was a, a huge catalyst for me uh, finding a lot of these Portland records. This next one is uh, a Calvin Walker track, which features uh, Stevie Ray Mays. I think we're probably talking like 1986, 87. Yeah, yeah, um, This next track is called uh, Let's Jam. I think you folks will dig it. Once again, you're listening to a special edition of Night School with Bobby D here on X-Ray FM, Ultra Van Chrome in studio. It's Calvin Walker. Let's jam.
All right, y'all, that about does it uh, for Night School. I want to thank my guest, Stevie Ray Mays, a.k.a. Ultra Van Chrome, once again. Uh, you can check him out tomorrow night uh, at the Roseland at 8 p.m. Um, thanks again, Stevie Ray, for being on. Man, I just want to say you are a blessing to even be in the vicinity of. Oh, man. You're too, and, way no, too kind. Way no, too kind. No, I'm just serious, man. You need to wear this, okay? <laughs> I'm just trying to tell you, you know, you know, you never seen him before, but he looks like he's uh, one of the uh, black sheep in the Kennedy family. <laughs> like he just got kicked off the compound. There's like, no, Archibald, you've got to go. And anyway, I just want to say I have a new brother. Oh, well, Stevie Ray. Once again, a pleasure. And and you know what? I may pull a, a side. We were going to play another track off with Calvin Walker, but I think I want to play kind of a rare. This is the auntie song, oh, which I found oh from you. Oh, my God. It's a, it's a good one to end on and a, a good vibe to celebrate this good time. Oh, thank once, you. once again, thank you so much for being on. And check out Ultra Van Chrome, Cyber Funkus on CD Baby tomorrow night. You're <laughs> yes. going gonna to hear some jams real deep at the Roseland if you come down. Stay tuned for Discovery with DJ Ed. Uh, this is it for Night School. <laughs>